See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch The Love Witch on Peacock. Why on there? I don't know. Yeah, but if that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to See It or Screw It. My name is Emily Schick. She, her pronouns alongside... I'm TJ Davis, he, him pronouns. Uh, I'm Dan Murphy, he, him pronouns. And last, and and at least, it's me, Liam. <laughs> yeah, least appearances in episodes. <laughs> Yay, Liam. It's good to have you here, though. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yay, um... Liam. All right. So today, we're going to be talking about the 2016 movie, The Love Witch. Well, no, man, you, you gotta do what I did with fucking Demon Knight of... You know, this is my personal pick. Oh, well, <laughs> not everybody's you, TJ. Thank God for that. Oh, uh, thank God for that. Uh, this is my personal pick, as TJ just said. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this movie for multiple reasons. I think that it's, you know, it's weird and beautiful and like so very, very purposeful. And I really, really enjoy it. Um, now we're going to shit on it. <laughs> y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the, that's kind of how if, this show works, right? The movie, yeah. if you missed it from Emily earlier, is The Love Witch from 2016. I did, I did if say you that. missed it earlier. Um, d- d- you know, I'm host Ramanan. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh. We should probably just get into a summary and then we can move on to discussing the various elements of this film. All right. I'm going to go with a fairly short summary, not like a single sentence, but you know. Elaine, a beautiful young witch, is determined to find a man to love her. In her gothic Victorian apartment, she makes spells and potions and then picks up men and seduces them. However, her spells work too well and she ends up with a string of hapless victims. When she finally meets the man of her dreams, her desperation to be loved will drive her to the brink of insanity and murder. See, that's not really Um, a summary as much as a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, that's basically the wiki article. That's it's right there under plot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you can just read the wiki article. Is that the entire plot on the wiki article? No, the plot goes on for the whole thing. No, the plot is several paragraphs long, but like. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, basically it's what, after, after her yeah, husband so, dies, um, yes. it's implied that she poisoned him, but it's heavily very, implied. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's intentionally ambiguous, but it's heavily implied that she poisoned him. Um, yes. she, Elaine moves. I mean, to, it's, it's implied that she has, cause she has an altar at the end that we end up seeing that for some reason, the um, Tish, her her uh, realtor, are uh, I don't even know what Tish's role is, but like Trish. her semi friend in Eureka, California, um, that gives her the keys to the room and keeps on hanging out with her. Um, after cosplaying as her, finally notices that she has an altar that also has her now dead husband's picture on the altar which leads her to find that she used sex magic to yeah i mean but again you're jumping husband. way ahead in the summary you're jumping way ahead like yeah. that's that's very close to the end i mean like it well, it's yeah. sort of once the movie gets good um but yeah um but yeah i mean like really okay i mean it if we're gonna do a proper summary i mean it's 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 after heavily after or after it suggests, it suggests that it heavily implies that she murdered her husband, and uh, Elaine moves from San Francisco to Eureka, California, where she rents a room from her friend Barbara, but is left the keys by Trish, who she learns Trish has, is married, and has an awkward conversation about what they <laughs> I mean is is there any yeah, conversation it, in this it, movie that's that is not awkward, awkward? Yeah. because like it almost seems like nobody can act except for like the acting the, style the, is very, the acting and writing in this is very intentional and oh, it's very, very intentional. Super campy. I really <laughs> yeah. like it it's very uh fucking what's that movie 
The one that I the the time warp uh fucking oh, Rock oh, Horror. Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky yeah. Horror. and I know that's intentional like a homage to a lot of like weird fifties and sixties like horror. Yeah, especially in 60s, a way I yeah. really like. There are so many elements of this movie that I fucking love. Like yeah. Um, I, I, I love how it's shot. I, I love like the color the palette. Color palette I is love, fantastic. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I love the costume design that it's like supposed to be like, is it the sixties or seventies until. Yeah. You're constantly questioning when did this movie come out? Because it looks yeah. like it was shot in the seventies. Yeah. There's it, enough contemporary cars and there's a cell phone used at one point yep. that, that, you know, let you know that, no, this is happening in modern day, but like, but she, still yeah. driving like a 1971 oh. ford mustang convertible fastback like oh man no no i mean that's Hot. the thing is the two the cars <laughs> that they show oh people driving are vintage cars um even the cops are driving like mid-90s uh, um crown vicks, crown vicks. Yeah. yeah which like chips don't do anymore <laughs> yeah. yeah so um but uh, yeah she gets the key yeah yeah, so, yeah, gets the key, moves into the place, uh, and decides to start making potions, because it's time for her to find her, her, you know, next man, and go, so, well, more she, or less, yeah. she yes. seeks her true love. Yeah, but yeah. she more or less goes through a string of men, because, you know, she's looking for... It's really only three, but... That we Still, see that's, 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 enough of, that, uh, that's enough to call it a string of men. Come on. Um, yeah. and well, technically four, because her altar contains all the f- pictures of people that she's murdered when it comes yeah. down to it. And one of the pictures on there, it's never explained, but there's a fifth picture, and it's her father. Oh, yeah. There's there, a, there's like there is an indication. Of, it's yeah. not explained other than the fact that like, there is a it, line. There it, is a line is, of dialogue spelling it out pretty explicitly. Yeah. It, <laughs> yes. It's, yes. It's there very is. heavily implied. Yeah. It's very heavily implied that, you know, she had, a, you know, an abusive upbringing. Obviously, she ended up with a, what sounds like an abusive, abusive man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's decided that she. You know, she's gonna it, turn like, to witchcraft to turn that around. Yeah, she's she. It's specifically she's, sex magic. It's interest. It's an interesting commentary on both, like kind of the it the ultimate result of or potential result of patriarchy, like mm-hmm. in the fact that you know she is has decided to basically craft herself in such a way that she is going to be you know, maximally attractive to men and wants a guy who's like, you know, very traditional and strong and doesn't have feelings and shit. And, and, then, um, and then it's hilarious when like, but she any doesn't guy... actually want that. Like yeah, that's the thing. Once she gets it, she feelings. realizes she doesn't want that. Um, uh, like, but I do find that super. She's trying to take her power back and it ends up being a really like twisted, violent way, ultimate result. Um, it, but it's a re- it's really interesting, honestly, to kind of explore. Yeah, the, I, I, the I feel like there. we need to pull it back to the summary here because that summary you gave was terrible. Um, but yeah, so she, you know, so she meets Trish. She meets Trish's husband. She it, well, hey, let's not skip over that tea room because, like, yeah, the tea uh, room is the, sexy. the colors. The colors are great and interesting. I love the harpist. It, like, it's such a bygone era setting that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I hard to believe rad. something like that exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then she, I mean, I'm trying to just blast through this because I know that we want to talk about like elements of the film. I just think it's important to just establish. Oh, the talk here. about the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah. like. I, after you that, know. she ends up going. So, so to after that, she 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 sells. She, she, she goes her stuff. She yeah, she goes to a store. A guy on a, a, like on a park bench while she's eating a PB and J that she's like feeding to the fucking. Yeah, it's very odd well. to look at the food that they have have her eat because this this woman does not eat that food in real life. Like no, because yeah. all she eats is like bread. Like it's all carbs. Yeah. pretty much yeah. nothing but like all she eats is like cakes and sandwiches and not well, even, she makes, like she... meat sandwiches she eats like again pb and j 
she prepares a steak and broccoli. We only see her eating the broccoli, but mm-hmm. like, like, um, she eats a lot in this film, and it's just like, huh, that's interesting because like I have a hard time believing this woman doesn't have an eating disorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, especially when they talk about like you know, you used you didn't used to be so pretty until you lost so much weight. <laughs> Like, there's a lot of great comments. Like, let's fucking blast through the actual movie because I want to, like, I want to talk about the movie. Yeah, no. That's what I keep on getting distracted by. Right. No, and that's uh, usually what happens, which is why it's like we need to blast through the summary so we can start talking about it. So she meets a park bench. Yeah. So she she meets this guy, Wayne. And is immediately like, I want to cook you dinner and fuck you cool you got a sex cabin let's go there right now so they end up going there he ends up being um she fatally poisoned by well she gets him in her love potion uh and her well her love potion is gypsum weed which which is the devil's weed Uh, isn't that datura yeah it's part of the datura family yeah it's it's a highly toxic hallucinogenic yes mostly hallucinogenic because it's killing you. Yes. What a what a hell of a way to die. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So they end up going to the cabin. He she cooks him dinner. Uh. She he well he drinks this flask that he she gives him. Uh. She cooks him dinner and he's like, whoa, everything's groovy and rad. And then it turns into a really bad trip. And he apparently dies over the course of a couple of days, it seems. Yeah, and... to- the timeline in this movie is very interesting because, like, like it's heavily implied that well, this takes place over meet... several months or yeah, the, possibly the cop that we meet year. at the beginning of the movie that pulls her over on the PCH um, to, to tell her, like, during the daytime, your fucking taillight's out, which yeah, already weird, but whatever. Um, that's the sergeant who ends up being her final victim at the mm-hmm. end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's definitely over the course of several months. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. like, there's a yeah, but like, it feels like a month. Yeah. No, it feels like a month. The way, but, um, but yeah. So, so yeah, she gives this guy poison. He gets really emotional. She gets really annoyed by the fact that he's getting really emotional. He dies. She buries him. She leaves all sorts of DNA on his body. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a witch's bottle. It's like, it, it's like, yeah, I've never seen one of those before. DNA is she, leaves, she, she leaves, she leaves a bottle of urine and a used tampon next to his corpse. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Then so after then, that, she finds his her next victim, who happens to be well. No, after that, then she she meet, Then we finally meet Barbara, who she's renting the apartment from, and his, her creepy husband. Uh, yeah. Which we had seen Barbara earlier in the movie when we see her like indoctrination yeah, her ceremony. But yeah, but yeah, like, and it's you the know, first time that we meet Barbara, Barbara. and it's jarring. Yeah, <laughs> Barbara herself is quite jarring, but like also the fact that her husband—it's like, yes, this isn't a coven so much as it's a cult, and oh, it's you're a sex cult. very it's a much. Sex- yeah, yeah, it's no, like very, no. very classic cult leader. Like, oh, you know, you need to every everybody needs to fuck me so they so they can be blessed or whatever. Which yeah. is why Dura or whatever the fuck the leader's name is. Is the Galen. only one with char- charisma in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he doesn't have much charisma. Oh no, he doesn't have much charisma. But like, <laughs> yeah, he's the only one who's seemingly able to act. Like, it has I, nothing I that, to do I with get... the acting ability. It has nothing to do with the acting. I mean, I know, honestly, I he's the worst actor because yeah, he's the only one yeah. who doesn't buy into the style. That. Like everyone like, else buys that's... into this really presentational style of like I'm giving a seminar instead of acting. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But like he's the only one who can't do that, which yeah. makes him yeah. seem like the best actor while being the worst because everybody else is able to do that. Why? Yes. Gee. Um, yeah. I'm going to talk right through you. I'm going to ignore what you just said and say my own little monologue. Um, I'm going to stare right, right at the camera and give these lines in a robotic way. Yeah. 
But, you know, so it's just important that we know these characters um, because they meet at a burlesque show, which is going to be important later. Well, um, which is why also they... already important, but not established yet, because that's where they initially met um, Elaine. Elaine. Right. Because she was trying to escape her previous life after her husband filed for divorce. Right. So she ran away to San Francisco, was met as a dancer in a burlesque club by this sex cult. Um, and probably from there, using, you know, indoctrination and brainwashing and all sorts of other things. And oh, yeah. Already being a broken human was convinced mm-hmm. to murder her ex-husband and just sort of kept on with those sociopathic tendencies well i mean i don't think the cult really no i don't think i feel like that's her own idea it is her own idea i would argue that the cult introduces her to the concept of using her her sexuality as power yeah um, but also encourages that uh very traditional style submissiveness right and so she and also is you know the cult leader is you know looking at her like a sex object and abusing her like every other important man she's ever met in her entire life so she uh, which, like that's how like, that's how her, to it, her like, taking a... her back her power gets twisted into this like yeah it's like a it's basically like a you know subconscious like violent revenge fantasy oh it totally is i mean like that's the thing is i think it's very much like the cult awakens like her power to kind of lure her husband back but she's luring him back just to murder him um and that's kind of how she approaches every relationship in this um because then the next relationship she falls into is is going after Trish's husband. Well, Trish says that she's going to be out of town at like a furniture Elaine. convention. Yeah. At a furniture well, she's convention an interior decorator. So I know, I but I just I, I want to go to a furniture convention. That just sounds Might be fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you you haven't had enough fun water getting lost in an IKEA. Let's <laughs> let's supersize it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, that sounds great. Um. But yeah, so she invites uh, Trisha's husband Richard over um, and seduces him. Um, it's very interesting like, how like this is portrayed because core seduces him. I mean, oh, yeah. it is just like, like, like Richard is like the biggest like moron drugs, in the world. Well, it yeah, seems like she drugged. She drugged. She, she gave him, him the. Well. She drugged yeah. him as well, and mm-hmm. also like, may I point out with the most comically large wine glass i've ever seen i don't know you need to watch uh, inside amy schumer had the most comically large wine glass i've ever seen but uh in their friday night lights parody. oh was was it like that big yeah yeah yeah. in in each they they do a whole thing and in each scene she has a progressively larger wine glass um, okay that's funny i've (laughs) seen stuff like that before and i do love that gag to say largest wine glass is actually usable because <laughs> like he's able to use that glass well, it yeah it's just really really funny like well I, I mean i could lift it like if it's made of plastic i could totally lift like a four foot tall wine glass hey we all know yeah. i don't know if i could drink out of it well but no but who gives a shit right you yeah. gotta do it for comedic yeah. value yeah, it's it, you gotta do it for the comedy, man. Like he goes, <laughs> he said he goes it, to drink himself on a wine glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone, everyone's had soup and been like, I just want to drink this right out of the bowl. So, like, you know, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, I just had a terrible idea. Mm. Let's keep on going with this movie instead of exposing yeah. my terrible idea. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Trish starts to realize that you know he's acting weird and there's a, there's clearly some kind of affair going on well, doesn't not, know who not she even is. like starts to realize i don't think she even thinks that there's an affair going on it's just like that 50s mentality of like the wife is not to question the husband and she is happy wife happy life even At though her first. husband is like sobbing to himself while just like drinking handles of various liquors yeah. yeah i don't know that well she once he uh once he kills himself but then the he bathtub, kills himself she definitely realizes that there's an affair going on because she yeah. looks through his shit um but 
but yeah meanwhile it's... meanwhile the the death of wayne is being investigated by the police um they find the witch's bottle which they track down to the potion shop which they track back to elaine um mm-hmm. they still haven't run the dna test but this is actually a realistic portrayal of dna testing it is because it takes a yeah. while because it takes a while it doesn't happen instantly like on yeah. 24 um yeah. like so the cop, of course, starts dating Elaine because that's a great idea and super professional. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they go horseback riding and then stumble upon a renaissance fair. The that's shittiest been... ren fair I've ever seen. <laughs> that's been set up by uh, the, the, you know, the Elaine's coven. cult. Yes. Oh, TJ, yes. Law... TJ can't hear us anymore. Great. No. No. Oh, great. All right. Uh, well, after that, opera, where were we? That's gonna be fun <laughs> edit. Um. So yeah, they go to the they go to the Ren Fair. Um, and they decide to have a mock marriage there. Um. And yeah, but then you know they have nice internal monologue about how. Uh, he thinks uh, that like love is bullshit, bullshit. and all that, and <laughs> yeah. and ba- it is ba- all that stuff, and it's like, yeah, you know, oh god, like that, that that gotta love that uh, internalized that misogyny bullshit. Yeah, we like, lost TJ again. I think no, do we have him? No, I he I see him moving on Skype. So okay, yeah, um, but yeah, it's. His internal monologue is, wow, so wholeheartedly depressing. But, you know, anyway. Um, and then they, like, he's kind of like, it, it, like, actually, his cop buddy is like. Yeah. Anyway, they're at the Ren Fair. They have some sort of weird ceremony where they do a mock marriage. Um, and then we get his internal monologue of how he's just kind of an asshole that doesn't believe in love and, and, hates, that... and kind of hates women. And <laughs> basically, it's like, but like, again, Sees them as broodmares instead of people, yeah, a way to pass yeah. along his kinship and you know, to be a trophy. But like, the funny part is, is like, this is more or less the kind of guy that Elaine has been looking for this whole time, like, she. You know, again, she basically is like, "Ew, he's like, you know, has emotions and is treating me well. Gross! What a what a what a pussy." Yep. He literally calls Wayne a pussy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for dying and calling out to her. <laughs> yeah, for like being, you know, for having feelings uh, during a, a a scary drug trip and also, you know, crying out when he's dying. Yeah, like it's like. Yeah, man. Like, uh, he's he's a human. They do that. So humans have feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, Richard kills himself, um, and they have their awkward little conversation between uh, Trish and Elaine, where Elaine is not remorseful at all. Nope, (laughs) not at all. She's like, "I found a new man." Isn't this funny how, how, you know, you had a man, now you don't, and now I have a man, you don't. Ha ha ha. And, and oh, she's, plus, so, I'm always here for you. Oh, I have to go. Yeah. yeah. Super funny. But she also is like, oh, check out this ring that he got me. and Which he didn't get like, her that. The Red Fair people got them that. Right, but. but still. And, you know, she, like, hands it over to Trish to try it on because that yes believe me that's a thing that women do yeah no, uh, that, that i believe the fact that she gives it and then forgets about it less than a minute later is where i kind of no i do buy. i actually buy that in the sense that like if you really if you care about a piece of jewelry you you like you're gonna be like thinking you know oh man i need to make sure i get that back but like if you don't care like yeah, that that's actually. But she does care. That's the implication. That's that she, she does care. But the funny thing is, is she does and she doesn't. Oh, like, that's true. She fundamentally, doesn't really care. Subco- like yeah. she 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 should she knows she should care, so she therefore thinks she does. But deep down, she doesn't care. Like she yeah. knows that this guy's a piece of shit. She knows that this isn't what she really wants. But like it's what her in her 
you know, trauma-addled brain, she's decided that she should want, yeah. you know? So, yeah, like, like, man, this lady's PTSD should have been treated a long time ago because uh, maybe some other people would be still alive. Yeah, probably, but... I mean, she's got a body count of five. Does that make her a serial killer? Yes. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you know, technically... He, she didn't kill Richard. She just drove him insane and they killed himself. But like, you know, she yeah, a direct cause of death. I mean, yeah. she wasn't I, the one who actually did it. Yeah. So yeah. in there the eyes is of the implication, law. there is implication that magic exists and, and her magic actually is what drove him to death. Isn't in this movie. It's very weird that this movie really isn't that supernatural at all. There's just kind of a cult that exists. Yeah. And then she keeps on making poison that she thinks makes people fall in love with them, but really it just make, it, it makes them really high and make bad decisions. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, no, there are specific moments of like eye contact that... Uh, are supposed to give an implication that it's it's very you know, she is casting a spell or there, there's like, nothing you know, something like stupid Hollywood in theory but like in no theory, but there's nothing overt that says that supernatural exists in this movie. yeah that that I would not read it at all as it's implying that supernatural stuff exists I think yeah it's that's just a stylistic that, choice yeah yeah I think it's implying that uh, there are behavioral techniques and drugs that can induce states of susceptibility in other people. Yeah, yes. I mean, she looks yeah. like a freaking chemist when she's making her spells at one point. Oh, I know. I was, I was <laughs> like, I'm, I, 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 it looks really cool, but I'm like, oh man, there is no fucking chemistry lab that has all of those different colored beakers. Like, well, it, I'm, it, it's uh, like, very, I'm, it's very nutty professor it chemistry is, lab. I know it's so funny. It's like, yeah, that's not a real chemistry lab. Come on, <laughs> and I would know. <laughs> Um, she, she actually would, man. I wouldn't. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Uh. <laughs> um, she, she literally does that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So then Trish takes the ring back to Elaine's apartment, decides to cosplay as Elaine before finally like, noticing noticing again, the the, like, the altar. How, how how did you spend that much time dressing up as her? Because it was like bit by bit implied by that sequence. I mean, honestly, I was more surprised and not see a picture of your husband right there. Honestly, Focus. I was more surprised that Richard hasn't spotted a picture of Wayne there. Like, because yeah. oh, theoretically yeah. has been over there and huh. probably been in her bedroom. Um. Yeah. And he should have seen that picture of Wade, who she claims she doesn't know. And then she later claimed that it's like, oh, yeah, maybe I did know him. Like, yeah. So, like, because eventually, you know, the DNA comes back and he's like, okay, well, now I kind of have to arrest you for at least tampering with a body. Like, because, yeah. like, yeah. that's clearly uh, illegal. Burial. Yeah. yeah, illegal burial yeah. is pretty obvious. Like, the other charges are pretty circumstantial and will be hard to prove, but that one's a pretty open and shut one. But, of yeah. course, he does this at the burlesque show and is very loud, and the clientele there is kind of strangely anti-witch, and then they well, they, of... they've established that the town of Eureka, California, is anti-witch. Yeah, uh, but like the witches built up that city, so that's why you know the police chief says that you can't go after the witches. But then he brings up in these this burlesque club, which is apparently the only place in town to go. Uh, that you know you're the one who killed that professor. And then, and then everybody... she goes on a long ass tirade. So she's actually like, I think he was actually a somewhat discreet. She just like stands up and starts like talking loudly about like how, you know, she's a witch and she did all this stuff. And then like there after this long ass conversation is when other people are like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Like you basically just admitted to being, you oh, know. No, it's it's not fuck this shit. It's them screaming burn her while they're. Yeah, but specifically because her. as because of of her 
involvement in, in killing Wayne, um, which, yeah. you know, is something that he brings up. She doesn't really bring that up. So, like... Which is weird that, like, this, you know... And the whole, like, burn her thing Brody also professor. seems to be, like, like, yeah, sexually assault her, not burn her. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, they're um, screaming burn her, but, like, there's so many shots of, like, unbuckling pants and... Like, it's addressing like, yeah. her and climbing because on it's top an- of her. It's another, yeah. it's another comment on how she is viewed purely as an object. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, anyway... It also makes me question, like, how much of this... Because how much of this movie is seen through her perspective? Oh, this movie is not seen through anyone's perspective. Is. That's what's yeah. great about it. Like, this movie mm-hmm. is very specifically from the director's perspective and odd whims and... Like her point of view is amazing because yes. it's bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like I, I that's one of the is... things that's interesting about this movie is like none of the characters are particularly likable. Like, yeah, I, no, no, no <laughs> you're not supposed to well, like any of them. Yeah, uh, well, honestly, character honestly, in this movie is the fucking cop's partner. Like, it's yeah. like <laughs> the, the cop's partner and Trish. Trish is not that likable. You don't give a shit about Trish. Well, you don't give a shit about her, but it doesn't make her like unlikable. No, she's unlikable. Like, like when you're like, you do not feel bad for her when her husband dies. Like, that's pretty bad. Like, you know, sucks to be in that moment. Especially at that moment, it was like, yeah, Yeah. well, sucks sucks to be sucks to be you. Like, I, you do not feel bad about Trish at all. You don't care what happens to Trish at all. Yeah. And, like, you should, but because, like, it's pretty awful what happens to her, but, like, yeah. nope, don't care. Especially <laughs> from, like, somebody that she was considering friend. Yep. And it's, like, yeah. really, you, you utilize the knowledge that I was out of town, town. <laughs> to then seduce my husband, drug him, and sort of lead him along. Like, oh, man. Yeah. What's great about this movie is, like, Elaine is terrible. She's a terrible person. And yet, the whole time you're like, eh, she's not that bad. She's not that bad. Murder's a dude. She's not that bad. She can do all this horrible stuff that other films would, like, like, make her out to be, like, the worst. Yeah. 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 This film is just like, nope, that's just who she is. Accept it. Like, just move yeah. on. That's you just gotta not is. worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. You're having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I think, and I think that, uh, so that the the act the uh, actor's name is Samantha Robinson, and I the director very specifically chose her for the role, not just because of the way she looked, but the way that she had that, like, she was able to toe that line between, like, you know, she's pretty loathsome in a lot of ways but you also like feel bad for her like you can there are way like you can see why she is she is the way she is in like everything she's and and she acts like she's very um yeah it's a weird part because it's just like i don't think she's very constructed like she yeah Yeah. that's a good way i I know you guys can't see me but like i'm trying to I'm trying to like hold up my hands and be like symbol and I want to say a thing for a moment. What? Oh, I see um, choppy. But like I, I want like right, an, an anti rom com with like her and Glenn Howerton that's essentially like that, that um, Winona yeah. Ryder I mean, that's the thing. Just do this wedding problem. movie. Yeah, we can just but keep just going. Like, I mean way worse. Got, he probably killed the recording though, so Well I'd watch okay, actually yeah, I'll pull I'll pull my Zencaster window back up just in case. Yeah. Um. Well, he no, he's he's flashing on Zencaster. Yeah, and he's yeah. green again. Oh. Are you back? No. No. All right. Whatever. Can anyone hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Can I hear anyone? Can no, you hear probably us? Probably not. Great. No. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so so what? So he beats up people in the club, he takes her home, she stabs him to death, that's the movie. So, you know, that's that's the summary, right? Yeah. Well yeah. she she also uh prophesies the stabbing to death. Uh, I, yep. I don't know if 
she meant to. Uh, like this is well, where, she like, offers him a drink that, that he that he doesn't accept. That's an important element too. Yeah, so. yeah. So she tries to drug him, and he doesn't oh, yeah, accept it. She poisons fucking everybody by beverage, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's her mo. Just kind of like you know, in in New Year's Evil, how your mo is is you know, oh, stabbing someone and then strangling them to death. Hell yeah, uh, know, that's the same mo. <laughs> as, as a person who is both pagan and into chemistry, what you're doing there is making a tincture. So that's why it's <laughs> it's it's you're using booze to extract, uh, you know, active compounds from plants. Yes, humans are plants. Humans are basically a potato clock, buddy. <laughs> We're well, cucumbers with anxiety. Like the basis I've always liked that matrix. one. <laughs> cucumbers with anxiety. I like that. Oh, I, I do like cucumbers with anxiety. That's a good one. Uh, so anyway, so now I guess as like we could talk like there are a lot of stylistic choices made in this film that are very specific. Oh um, man, like this movie to me is so fucking attractive. Like it if is. it was 20 minutes shorter, I would enjoy it a whole lot more. Yeah. As a 2-hour movie, it grinds at times, but like it can, visually... but it's always attractive to look at, so right. I never I I I saw okay, so I saw this the first time in in a theater when it first came out and hey give, i give the shout out give the shout out oh what? yes uh i i was brought to uh coolidge corner theater i believe to see this uh with my, it, it my dear friend two. ginger shirley <laughs> who now is back in uh new orleans but you know nola she uh she's brought me to some really really good and interesting movies um but this one I, I really, really enjoy because it says a lot of interesting things about um, like kind of feminism and uh, regaining your power, the patriarchy, a lot of different things. And like not all, you know, it's 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 kind of it's not like feminism, good patriarchy, bad. It's like very much kind of a mixed bag. Like it kind of shows some of the pitfalls of trying to, you know regain your power like you can take it too far well i mean and i feel like this is an extremely cynical movie about love it is extremely cynical (laughs) but like you know i've i've known i i funnily enough i actually personally know a person who has gone through not an entirely dissimilar life story minus the killings um in terms of that you you know was (laughs) like basically treated as a sex object by her her father um and gross used for not like oh, i mean he I, never I, did I'm anything to you like but too. just yeah. comments but yeah, yeah. and yeah. like being like oh yeah. look how hot my daughter is and whatever but also using Ugh. her as like free child care for his other two kids and you know expecting her to like do the cooking and the cleaning and all that shit like just uh you know, and that oh, set her up to end yeah. up with an older guy who uh, basically used her as arm candy and until she got pregnant. Uh, and yeah, it's like I I absolutely this type of woman exists. And like this is just. I could see this as an outcome of the the that kind of trauma easily, easily like. Oh, you no, I, you can't I, avoid being treated like an object, so you decide to use it as a weapon. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I I get that. I mean, and I think what's interesting though is that this kind of flips a lot of standard film dynamics on their heads. Like, oh, I mean, and I think that like was really interesting is just like like and, and you know I was reading some of the commentary on like like that the filmmaker had said about making this movie, and and it, it's it's stuff like. The whole notion of that, like, like men, like, like, like how women female are portrayed self- in film, film well, art, no, just like totally self, submiss- Female self-help books, yeah, often say mm-hmm. that she was reading a bunch of the time that the best way to please a man is to be fully submissive and do anything that they want which made her go back and look at films from like the 40s and 50s where women were literally just objects yeah. meant to be passed around and she wanted to try and do something from like 
that perspective but mm. change like the man to a woman and yeah, like no. i think she does it really fucking well like yes yeah, no there is so does. much in this yeah. movie that i do love like all all the men in this movie are objects and it's oh, yeah. kind of interesting like the, they're, they're, they're portrayed that way they're every all man is disposable in this yeah. movie and they're and caricatures <laughs> yeah like yeah you know yeah. especially the cop is like a caricature of a very particular type of guy that you saw in like the 60s movies that this is trying to emulate yeah um oh he's original bond <laughs> yeah basically yeah like except you know dumber um yeah way dumber <laughs> yeah way dumber um but yeah, it's it, it like it's really I think it's a really interesting take. I think that it's a really cool visual style that yeah. kind of uh works really well with its theme as well. Um, no, well, I mean this is the thing. This is like this is very much a like a female gaze type of movie. Like this is something that I've talked about with like uh mm-hmm. Birds of Prey or the what is it though? wonderful immense space and one harley quinn what's the full title i can't remember yeah whatever. um but like i basically yeah, was the, interesting the about em- that emancipation of one harley quinn yeah uh the like i what's interesting is is what the shot lingers on because i mean like i there's you know male gaze films tends to linger on tits and ass um and mm-hmm. then and you have films like this which have more close-ups of like there's a ton of close-ups of lips um there's a ton mm-hmm. and and like it's fingers it's hands it's it's I'm more sort up. of yeah like i it's it's those are the the focus more so than what i you know is designed for men to find attractive and like they talk about kind of overwhelming the frame in most scenes when there's there's nudity it's very wide shots where there's a lot going on um right so it's like like there's other things to look at instead of the focus just being on what is attractive to a male audience yeah um so that's like really interesting and cool choices well, like, um, all right, to make it to make it even more interesting, it is like psychologically, you your eyes would end up being drawn to what you don't want to see first, so you know to not look at that, which is why like the male gaze in a lot of those like uh, wide shots of um, the the ceremonies that had dick in it your eyes would go to the dick first <laughs> to know to not look at the dick. Yeah, so much dong. <laughs> um, and, like, there, there's not even that much honest. dong in this movie. There, there's, like, fucking... There's two naked guys scenes. who walk around in, in, in a couple scenes. But, like, that's the thing. is Every scene that there's a naked dude in, there's a naked woman in as well. It's just, like, yeah, most of the time the, the man's more prominent. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it... I mean, in a lot of it is also just kind of the color choices of like, like to make the background stand out more than necessarily the actors in a lot of those sequences. Like, yeah, and the and you know even sometimes the clothing, like the yeah. he like I, I don't know if you read much about uh, Anna Biller's process because she was she, she was like, uh, made, spent like a year making all design. the red year, red hair stuff. Like, Mo- yes, multi- <laughs> she spent multiple years, multiple years making yeah. making and or sourcing all of the clothing herself and all the furniture. Yeah, like, like seriously, she like this is her baby in a way that I that you don't usually see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy like kind of her perspective and her vision for like, and it's just, it's like, man, I like, I want to see more of what she does. Yeah. I'd definitely be Absolutely. curious as to what else she would do. I mean, it's just like, there's, the, the, it's just, it's such a dated style though. I know, I but, feel but, like... I, but it, it's almost, see, I feel more like, to me, it feels more like a, a, a like a fresh take on a dated style. Yeah. I mean, it's I feel like it's, homage, right? yeah, I mean, it's an homage, because I mean, basically it's commentating on that style as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to see, but I mean, that's the thing is I feel like this also kind of operates in two worlds in weird ways in which it's just like, well, if you're going to commentate on that style, why not set it in that time period instead of just like setting it contemporary and making it look like it's that time period or conversely make something that's more, 
contemporary that still has the same commentary. And See, it's like, I would like, argue that's that why part I like of the... most of the art style in it, where it's set in like some ambiguous time until Trish puts a fucking cell phone to her head. Right. And then it's like, oh, I mean, even if I could avoid like looking at like some of the background cars, like a cell phone specific put, puts it in a specific time. Well, and like, I think like, that the reason. Even, like, <sighs> Emily, go go ahead. I, I think that it's okay. I think the reason that it is trying to evoke that specific time period partially is because of its subject matter. Like, oh, absolutely! It's, it's really it's trying to highlight almost that like those sorts of attitudes towards uh, women and their place in the world still exist in this in our present day. So. You're especially because Elaine has through her, you know, abuse and then subsequent induction into a cult has internalized this misogyny to the point where like she lives her whole life like she might as well be in the fucking 60s. And she like it, it but but internally she's fighting against it. So it's almost like you have the the whole world is colored by this um very dated like frame of mind and then uh, you get those occasional reminders of ah yes this uh this does exist in present day isn't that kind of weird and terrifying yeah no i mean and i think that's that's fair um like i, I think that's absolutely what they're trying to do but that's also kind of where i'd like to see a future project from this filmmaker um, that did sort of embrace more contemporary commentary. Um, yeah, I would be very curious to see that as well. Because, I mean, I think that, you know, while this is definitely does that in a way of, like, bridging it, um, I think that you can also address it directly. I mean, like, that's one of the things that I think is really interesting about this film is, like, this is a film that I think tackles subject matter that isn't, really talked about that much um mm -hmm. and talks about it Correct. in an interesting way um it's just kind of like i i wish that there were more films that did this and i feel like if more films did this they could do it better than this film um but right. the fact of the matter yes. is that there's such a <laughs> desert with this as subject matter it's like it makes this film stand out in in really um interesting ways and like it makes it like i you know like this film invites conversation in ways that I think that a lot of films, it's just like, this is the point of view and you either accept it or you don't have to watch my movie. And like, I think that this film really well, wants you even... to challenge, like to challenge you to like examine, like what parts are making you feel what ways and, and look why. at different perspectives. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, even because it's like Elaine and Griff are both bad. <laughs> even if you don't accept it, like let's have a conversation about it. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to know why you don't accept it or why you accept it. Like I, I think, yeah. yes, I, I absolutely agree with you, Dan. Like, uh, fuck, are we already going into, I don't know. We're, we, we've got like 40 something minutes combined together. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Simpsons can suck to edit. Yeah. Um, Sucks to suck, TJ. Yeah, well, it sucks to be me, TJ. Wait, well, I mean, you know, I mean, TJ. yeah, I mean, the film ha offers extreme points of view. Um, if you're just taking Elaine and Griff's point of view, but there's other characters who have that point of view as well. Like, like everyone has this like really extreme point of view that's like kind of problematic in weird ways. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like Trish has a point of view that's terrible. Like Richard has a point of view that's terrible. Wayne yeah. has a point of view yeah. that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. So well, I mean, like even Wayne's assistant that reported his disappearance. Oh like, yeah. Mostly. Well, the only reason she, she wanted to fuck him. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. just like feels yeah. jealous. Yeah. That's yeah. The yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't know if anything happened, but I hope something happened and that something bad happens to her. Like that's kind of like the whole motive of that yeah. character. <laughs> like. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah that's really interesting like there's there's no good people in this are there? no there no. really aren't like i mean oh. in, in a weird way like the leader of the like the sex cult is in a lot of ways the worst and it's the one that they acknowledge is the most problematic like i love when she cheeks him when he does his weird like 
I oh, kissed yeah. her, probably <laughs> kiss her chest, kissed her, kiss her face like thing. And it's just like, yeah, this guy's a creep. Like, yeah. well, we got the later flashback of her being the altar to him. Yeah. And, and like, that's where a lot of that comes from because like she decided that she doesn't want to give up her power and starts yeah she's sick of getting assaulted <laughs> yeah i mean well it's very yeah. interesting because it's I clear that alter given her life experience like yeah man like i would be i would be cutting off dicks at that point like Same. straight yeah. up hatchet man i mean in you know she's hatchet in this cult man. because she likes barbara and she likes um some of the other cult members but she really doesn't like their leaders so. yeah <laughs> So. Well, she also treats Barbara as their leader. Yes. Like, well, yeah. like, well. But Barbara doesn't view herself as the leader. No, right. she she doesn't. Ugh. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. There's so much more I feel to be said about this movie. Like, it's gorgeous. It's no. absolutely fucking gorgeous. It is. It's absolutely like, gorgeous. I, I wish yeah. that, like, the direction it. was a little more well, dynamic. But, like, I love I the art direction. Actually, well, a... I was going to say, let's do Verdict. Let's get, so, yeah, Liam, yeah. you want to go first? See it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright. Thanks, we'll Liam. Talk to you all later. Somebody yeah, talk to you later. Yeah. Thanks. Alright. Other Verdicts. Well, do we still see. have TJ? I don't know if don't we still know. have TJ. You go yeah. next, I guess, because I, I, okay. I should be right. I mean, I definitely see it. I mean, I just kind of wish that there were better films like this because it's just like the acting is really like the act, it's done intentionally and specifically. Very it's much just, so. I mean, it, they even like, intentionally did some weird stuff with the editing where like you see a little bit of like sometimes those like awkward cuts or continuity errors that are all done on purpose in service of being i don't know some, i don't know i don't know if all of them are movie. in purpose i mean no they, some... they genuinely like yeah. they like well, they there's actually some really continuity errors were not always on purpose but like they, they yeah. were and, and there, there are some really harsh like, there are some really harsh sound edits that this really show that they didn't get enough room tone um and that's pretty jarring and obvious that like that's just kind of basic stuff that you're not going to screw up um well that's you, the thing is they're doing yeah. it on purpose because a lot of like 70s b movies had those kind of issues like she and the anna beller and the uh i forget what the the dp's name is but they actually worked together to like oh yeah no no the shots, out all of this shit like no the shots of, are like, intentional the editing there are some issues no the, the like again the editing was definitely at least partially intentional like, partially but I, there's some things that are that are off that are basic mistakes um the ones that the there there's ones one cut in particular in which the sound drops and spikes in a horrible way that's really jarring and awful and you wouldn't do that if you had proper uh room tone um but i like generally speaking it's just like it's all done very intentionally and i think that that kind of draws you in towards that commentary in a lot of interesting ways it also mm -hmm. makes the film drag and it also makes the characters it, it also makes you very aware you're watching a film which is kind of distracting and annoying like the dialogue isn't like the dialogue invites conversation but doesn't feel like true to characters and like i don't know everyone's acting is just so stilted there's a reason why we don't use this style of acting that much anymore yeah um, but i again i think that like i feel like a lot of this was actually stylistic choices oh, it was stylistic it, i i will it, grant you that and, but. and i think it's partially to set your mind back in the time period in which uh that would have been you know done like or things that would have happened at that point anyway but yeah. also like i think that it's it's I, I I almost feel like it's sort of trying to remind you that it's a movie sometimes and sometimes. Oh yeah, no, I mean like, like that's yeah, I mean that's the thing is is basically by reminding you that it's a movie, it it invites this conversation because yeah, as it it's makes not you keep trying to pull you in. It. But I mean, it's just like I don't know. I, it's, I like it's, it's, it's a weird. It's it's a movie that's encouraging you to question everything, even the yeah. what you're even what you're watching. Like yeah. I I find that really interesting, but like it also 
you know, it's like we're going to give you this like beautiful tableau that both like evokes what we're trying to, you know, like adds to what we're trying to say, but also like um, is just extremely visually attractive. But like, yeah. you know, you're again, like you're you kind of have I feel like every time I see this movie, I have this sensation of kind of like going in and out of like being drawn in and then being reminded that it's a movie. And like I I feel like because of that every viewing i'm still you know being forced by the movie to think about what it's trying to say yeah no i mean and i actually really appreciate that about it like again i i'm not saying that everything she did was perfect but i think that she was not a wildly experienced person in all of the aspects that she tackled here because it was Mm -hmm. like writer director producer costume design set no. design like i mean she did so fucking much she no, basically I mean, and that's everything the but the she cinematographer knows, no i mean she knows what her strengths were and i mean collaborating with the cinematographer also knowing what the cinematographer's strengths are and she knows that her strengths are not working with actors and not writing um, and so yeah. like she gets her points across and she gets and, and like that's the thing is like, i like that she takes the bold choice of just having all these characters who are who have very different points of view all of them are kind of wrong um but you can kind of get like i pull you pull them together and you kind of get interesting ideas meshing in ways that like invite a conversation but like Absolutely. you know like so i mean like and that's what's interesting like all the ideas here are really interesting and for that reason it becomes like a, a see it but it's just like like ah, there's just something a little bit more cohesive that i wish existed that did the same thing um yeah, that, i know what like, you mean but like, like not a bad, I, I, I not a bad what that, seems so. to be a first effort no and none of that needs to be a first none of that needs to be from this director i mean like yeah. really it's just like the fact that this director draws attention to the fact that that doesn't exist that this is the best that we have is yeah. kind of is really interesting and is really important and it's like really significant and like i think that's really cool um i just you know there's a desire for something else that i just you know i can't direct people to that i don't know what right. that is yeah and that's i know disappointing. what you mean so but you know ultimately definitely see it and um i don't know if we have tj so um i guess we said that he would be the same verdict as you so he's a see it as well um, <laughs> yeah he's oh, I, don't he is you, here. I don't know if you can hear me I don't know. Oh, if you we can, can hear, hear you. Can Shit's hear you. fucked. I can hear me now too. We can hear you. It's yeah. it's, it's a see it. Like yeah. it. It's like a watch it once, maybe twice. But like, there are so many elements of it that I love that work so well that I don't know how much what I said earlier actually got through. I won't know until I fucking edit this shit. Uh, not excited for that. But hey, this movie is worth watching it fucking least once. Like, it's a super attractive flick. And I guess that's sort of the point. That's part of the point. I mean, yeah. um, like, I, uh, I I obviously am to see it because this was my personal pick. Uh, I It is a super attractive movie, and even if you don't, think that it executed the rest of like what it's trying to say well it's got at issues. least you're there for <laughs> the attractive bit but yeah. i think that you know it it's it explores some really interesting themes and you know kind of hints around stuff in ways that make you really kind of think about you know different situations that maybe you've encountered in your life or somebody you love has encountered but also just sort of you know like thinking about like how you know like a a director can convey something with pure style emily you're like already starting to warp out on me and like i feel like i have not had a good say because i'm the man and i gotta have the final say on this oh jesus christ uh but like yes I, i i completely agree with you uh i don't know whatever things and stuff oh my god yeah no i i think that i think it has a it has a lot to say and it says it in a very visually attractive way and again i think the biggest thing is it starts a conversation like yeah it does start multiple conversations like i want a movie that does this better 
because like <laughs> yeah. i really like what it does but like i want it done better and it's like well hey kevin smith can make a movie how do we <laughs> we can okay. do this better okay. maybe not this yeah, sure. uh, like sure. something better <laughs> yeah uh, uh but yeah uh so i just pitch stuff and get out i don't know is, is liam gone editing this yeah so uh tj and i also have another podcast it is called new england beer reviews it's just tj and me we talk about beer and stuff and uh I, I don't I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. You should you should come check it out. Um since Liam is no longer here, Liam is on multiple other podcasts. You can check Liam out on Well There's Your Problem on both YouTube and Podcast platforms. Highly recommend the YouTube because the slides are fun. Um but he's also on uh Lions Led by Donkeys and Ten Thousand Losses. Yep, and then I have a webcomic. You can check that out at withfetus.com. Okay. Uh, I think I think we're just going to sign off. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, final word. Bye. Uh, Lamest final word, Dan. Uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, do you know that the adult man, most adult men have never even seen a used tampon? Well, you will if you see this movie. <laughs> Woo! I mean, is is that actually a used tampon or just a tampon soaked with? It tampon? looks. It lo- I'm it pretty looks sure like it was probably soaked I'm in sure some sort of liquid. In it, something, but it looks like a used tampon. Yeah, it looks pretty accurately like a used tampon. Yeah. Uh. Bye. 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 <laughs>